to Simply Successful with Sadia Sindhu, and I am your host, Sadia Sindhu. Today's topic is end-of-year tax planning. Part of financial planning process includes tax planning. I am not a CPA, but will work collaboratively with your CPA to work on your end-of-year tax strategies. Here are five end-of-year tax planning strategies to discuss with your tax professional. Number one, capital gain lost harvesting. How can you cut your tax bill with tax loss harvesting? This is actually one of the most utilized strategies to consider if you have realized gains from the year and you can, you can consider selling some positions that are at a loss to offset those gains. You can use this loss to reduce your taxable gains and offset up to 3,000 of your ordinary income. This strategy is also used to limit short-term capital gains since short-term capital gains are taxed at a higher federal income tax rate than long-term capital gains. Harvesting losses regularly and proactively when you rebalance your portfolio can help you save money in the long run. Number two, gifting. Individuals are allowed to gift up to $15,000 per year to any person without having to reduce their lifetime estate tax exclusion. So if you give more than 15,000 in cash or assets, for example, stocks or or a car, in a year to any person, you need to file a gift tax return. If you are married, each spouse can give 15,000 to the recipient. Effectively, you both can give 30,000 total to one recipient. Having gifting part of your financial plan can not only help the individual recipient or your favorite charity, but also your taxes. Number three, bunching your itemized deductions. Bunching can be an effective tax strategy as the end of year approaches. What is bunching, you might ask? It means paying two years of deductions in a single tax year. If you don't have enough itemized deductions to itemize every year, you may want to consider bunching your itemized deductions. What this means is that you pile on your itemized deductions every other year, this way giving yourself the maximum itemized deductions for that year. In the alternate year, you would take standard deductions when you have less itemized deductions. Commonly bunched deductions can be such as medical, dental expenses, taxes, charitable contributions, and home mortgage interest. Number four, qualified charitable distributions, QCD. A qualified charitable distribution allows individuals who are 70 and a half years old or older to donate up to 100,000 total to one or more charities 
directly from the IRA instead of taking their required minimum distributions. Many individuals do not want to take their RMDs and are concerned about tax ramifications of these distributions. So by doing a QCD, as a result, donors may avoid being pushed into higher income tax brackets and prevent phase-outs of other tax reductions, though they are some other limitations. Number five, max out your retirement account contributions if you are already not doing so. Tax-advantaged retirement accounts such as your 401k, your 403b, or traditional IRA are funded with pre-tax dollars and compound over time. They are a great way to put away money and invest in your future. They also help with your taxes. So any contributions you make to these plans lower your taxable income. For 2021, the maximum allowable for 401k contributions are 19,500 up to age 49 and 26,000 for those 50 uh, plus or higher. 26,000 is um, a higher catch-up contribution for people that are 50 years old and higher. The maximum allowable for IRA contributions are 6,000 up to age 49 and 7,000 for age 50 and older. So that one extra 1,000 is for catch-up for 50 and older. I hope you found this valuable. Reach out to me if you have any questions or concerns. Thank you for joining. We try to get a new episode out to you all every week. Um, you can follow me on LinkedIn at Sadia Sindhu. Check out my website at www.sadia.sindhu.com. Thank you.